mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson, in his car. Pete, how's, the, how's the car in today? my car recording podcast. It's where I live now. Um, there's, hey. We always used to joke about um, the um, uh, football manager, Jose Mourinho, in his sort of later months at Manchester United, um, he looked like he slept in his jag, and <laughs> I am very much I'm doing a lot of my shows from... <laughs> <laughs> my ten-year-old Jaguar XF. So it's uh, it's it's good stuff. And you know what? I've spent so much money on uh, getting this bloody thing up to code. Um, after finding out that the uh, the boot's a little bit leaky and uh, one of the um, oh central locking systems on the left hand side isn't working, um, I've spent enough to get this roadworthy uh, and and you know wor- worth a resale um, that I think I should be using it for more things than just driving around and getting from one place to another. Uh, but yeah, it's been a full week for me. I've um, been having a, um, a three-month, uh, four-month-long ordeal with a uh, broadband uh, business broadband provider uh, in the UK oh, um, that was only abated by me emailing the CEO of, well, BT. <laughs> Ooh, oh my God, it's good did stuff. he reply? Did he reply? Um, he didn't reply, but he's clearly... Um, if you ever have any trouble with BT, uh, don't bother <laughs> with um, the, you know, the, the, the London West um, sales team or don't bother with the Ethernet connection team. Don't even bother with BT IP Liverpool. Um, just email the CEO directly because he um, seems to have uh, a, a team of people who, who deal with complaints and, uh, yeah, all good. Wow. <laughs> so we're all, we're all fixed up. <laughs> well, it's, it's all about education here on the Abroad Japan podcast, and now it we is. know the secret to resolving broadband Philip issues in the Dot UK. Jansen at BT. <laughs> oh my god! Just give him an email; he'll sort oh, you god. out. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good advice, there. Like I've seen situations in the past where just harass the CEO, message them. Yeah, and but solve I mean, it. like they, they, like people don't respond to because, like you know, like a lot of companies now they have WhatsApp um, support, they have Twitter mm. support, and they don't really care. Until you start publicly um, tweeting, them. yeah, and that's the annoying thing, and 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 you know, and it's it's annoying because it's like, well, if you're not going to respond to my DMs, like like why should I have to do this and be a dickhead and be publicly a dickhead? Because I hate yeah, seeing yeah, people yeah. complaining publicly on on things, but it's 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 frequently the only um, the only thing you can bloody do half the time. 
Terrible. Yeah, I mean, about a year ago, I had a similar issue, but with YouTube, right? And I messaged mm. people on YouTube, and they were like, nah, I don't know what to do. We can't help yeah. you. So yeah. the best course of action after that, if you are a YouTuber looking to have a situation resolved, just go to YouTube support on Twitter and yeah. just be like, my video's broken, publicly. fix it. And they get yeah. a lot more like, oh, God, it's public now. Oh, we God. have to help. Oh, God, they, they could, everyone can see you, and everyone's going to pile on. This, well, yeah. the situation in that case was, it wasn't quite as exciting as broadband, but I did a video with Connor where we went and saw some snow monkeys and um, there were some scenes of Connor semi-naked in a bath, right. which no one should have to see. It should have been censored. No. Uh, but the video was doing really well and then it suddenly got demonetized for no reason. It was very vague. And um, the, it, it, what's annoying is, which I just didn't know why, and I was like, mm. you've just taken a highly successful video and destroyed it. And you could watch in YouTube in real time, right, when, the, when, it, when it gets throttled, that's the... The phrase is, is yeah. throttled. To throttle a video. And that means basically the video just doesn't get promoted anymore. And in this case, it was going from something like fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 views an hour. It went from that to about 2,000 views an hour, basically killing it. Um, and it got demonetized. And so I was like, what is going on here? Some people believed it was me referring to Connor in the bathtub as the Jeffrey Epstein experience, uh, which... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Didn't do any fact, but it wasn't that. It turns out it was a little outtake that I left in the video right at the end. Uh, there was a, a, an outtake I put in at the last moment of the edit, where I was filming with Connor at the opening, and I was like, "We're here today in Niigata," and all of a sudden the duck goes just quacks in right. the background, really loudly, and ruined my take. And I went, fucking duck, C-word, and I got really angry at the duck. Um, <laughs> right. And it was the C-word that destroyed the video. I would never uh, really normally say such a, a, a terrible word, even though I know in Australia it's basically used in every sentence three times. But for North American audiences, the C-word is the worst thing to ever happen to someone's I mean, ears. And, that uh, is wild, isn't it? Like, they... Um... That's that's wild that they would sort of, uh, but but that's the thing. Like it's it's the not explaining, like because it, it's kind of because mm. it's basically when they do explain, it seems to be that they are admitting that they are trying to perpetrate this kind of like uh, um, uh, fundamentalist kind of like Christian. You're not allowed to say this, and you're not allowed to say that. You right. know, hit to hit to raise the Christians up there, but uh, you know what I mean. This kind of like fundamentalist kind of like uh, you can't say this, and you can't. You know, you can't well, use bad out, language. It turned out YouTube had basically listed the c word as like an ethnic slur. They put it under that category, right? Um, okay. And so by saying this, you're saying you know something unspeakable. Um, and sure enough, I clipped. I you can remove bits of a video on YouTube mm. afterwards after it's posted on the platform. And I removed the offending duck segment. That bloody duck! I'm going <laughs> to and uh, and and it got remonetized and all was well. And YouTube were right. like, "Oh, we see you've got rid of the c word. We can share your video with all your subscribers who probably wouldn't have cared now." Uh, yeah. And then I drove back to Niigata and I found the duck and I ate it. And there was a nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the sequel. Going Poison to get revenge against the duck, duck that ruined yeah. my video. Um, oh, yeah, but there yeah. is a video, new video out on abroad in Japan just last night, guys. Um, and Pete, who probably hasn't seen it yet because it only just came out, about uh, why not to renovate a Kyoto townhouse? Um, mainly because they fall apart and they're very bad. But I went to, um, when we did the Kyoto bar, Back in uh, back in February March time, we've also filmed this video where Alex Shapiro of Tokyo Portfolio and mm. I wandered through a nice renovated townhouse, and then we went to a not so nice 
unrenovated townhouse um, to sort of explain why it's not necessarily a good idea to renovate one of these places. There's six mm. reasons why. You can check it out in abroad Japan. I won't spoil it now, but long story short, it's very expensive. It'll probably fall down, and the Kyoto government isn't exactly forthcoming or overly cooperative on the process. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, go and check it out. The video will do it more justice than I ever could. We've got a story this week from John from San Diego, uh, California, who says, Hello, Chris Summer. And Pete Kuhn. In the first weeks of January 2023, I did a study abroad program for my master's degree in Japan. I made so many memories. I can't say memories. Sorry, memories. Sorry, memories. (laughs) Shut up. I made so many memories there with my classmates and old friends that included meeting the man, the myth, the legend, American Pete, a.k.a. Premier 2. The American Pete Nelson. However, one of the most unique experiences... I love the way we've just moved on from that. He just glazed over it. Met Pete, American Pete. Um, <laughs> however, one of the most unique experiences I had was when my classmates and I hiked Mount Takao near Hachiyoji. When we reached the summit, we were welcomed by a gorgeous view of Tokyo and the Yakuin Temple. One of my classmates and I went exploring around the temple and noticed an area off-limits to tourists. A few minutes later, we hear the sound of loud horns coming from the area, thinking there was a battle coming in, like the scene out of The Last Samurai. Then, a line of monks holding horns that looked like conch, conch shells sorry, started walking in a single line towards the temple. At the end of the line was this monk with an extravagant attire, uh, with the man next to him holding an umbrella to keep him dry. I assumed he was the head honcho and felt kind of starstruck to see him. Luckily, we were halted by temple employees because the group of monks were going to intersect with our path. As we waited for them to cross, we saw the head monk coming, and I told my friend to bow as a sign of respect. We both did, and the monk gave us a nod and a smile and continued his way to the temple. (laughs) My classmate and I were amazed of what just happened and told our other classmates and professors about it. I'd never had this experience when I visit temples, and this is why I love those random encounters in Japan. Is Buddhism still commonly practiced in Japan, or has it been declining? I love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Best regards, John from San Diego. And his story of monks and peats and adventures um yeah buddhism is very much practiced here still Mm. that's one nice thing about japan they've got lots of buddhism lots of shintoism we had a question about this last week uh if you can experience these sort of things in japan still and that you you can you can go to temples and shrines and respectfully take part in uh rituals and uh sort of the i can't remember what it's called i should have looked it up the one where in Zen Buddhism, you sit in a room, you kneel, and you close your eyes and meditate. And as you do, they come round with a stick and beat you with it to keep you awake. I've done that before. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the video's called Something Something Vegan Food Abroad in Japan. Type that in, and you can watch Ryota <laughs> and I getting beaten to death with a stick while we meditate. It's good fun. Good stuff. Uh, you've never done anything like this, right, Pete? I've never, I wouldn't even know what I was looking at. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know what they dress like. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what the mm. religion kind of um, pertains to. Um, I, you know, I, 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 it sounds good. Everyone seems very chill. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I yeah. uh, I know the Zen I mean, next week called... we will be reviewing all the major religions about whether I think they're chill or not, and uh, then we'll then we'll be demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a S tier list of religions yes. ranked from best to worst. What, what does what does S? You know, like it goes like D to A or whatever, or F to A, yeah. and then it's got S. What is S? Super super duper? Like what is? Because that's always on video games, and S tier is always like your your best of the best. I think S stands for special or super. Maybe, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, super, yeah, superb, yeah, yeah, yeah. super, isn't it? We'll do that. <laughs> It'll be the last episode we ever make ranking religions on a project fan with Pete Donaldson. But before that, uh, last week we had a story about Fukushima about to leak or about to release twenty-two trillion uh, bakerels of treated water, a fill of tritium, into the sea. Uh, wasn't a fa- it's not a nice situation, unfortunately, but it seems like it has to happen. Mm. This week, in similarly unfortunate set of circumstances, the sea took another blow uh, in South Japan down in Okinawa. Fill us in, Pete, on this environmental tragedy, uh, or slightly... It's a very frightening scene when you see the images of it. Fill us in, Pete. What, goes, what went on in Okinawa? Um, well, I mean, we spoke speaking um, on Wednesday about um, Fukushima, obviously, uh, dumping out radioactive um, water into, into, the, into the sea. Um, at least... That water will look like water. This is an incredible little environmental disaster. Uh, a port in Okinawa has turned blood red. <laughs> blood Putting red. the absolute shitters up residents and prompting an apology from a beer factory. Orion Brewery said that food colouring dye that has leaked into a river has caused the port to turn colour, adding that it posed no health risks. Um, but obviously it really did worry and trouble the residents of Nago City in, in Okinawa. Um the propylene glycol, which is used to absorb excess water, is generally recognised as safe for use in food uh, and apparently just um, a part of the brewery system. Uh, the cooling system uh, went wrong and there was a massive leak and it leaked into the river through the rain gutters and now um, the, the the entire port had turned blood red. I hope that yeah. the um, the fish are all right. I hope that... I mean, like, uh, like Nago is known for its pineapple farm, so hopefully we're not going to be getting... <laughs> bright red pineapples uh, anytime soon but um, the the Orion makes a a lager uh, called Orion uh, that is known for its mild taste Uh, it's the signature beer of tropical Okinawa and it's uh, obviously um, I imagine that it's not red I imagine it's normal beer coloured but uh, yeah uh, uh, for some reason the cooling system started dumping out vast amounts of red food dye into the uh, into the water it's good stuff (laughs) <laughs> I love the way halfway through that you were like, Orion has a, a light taste, a citrusy flavour that's <laughs> delicious, quaint, yet rewarding. We're sponsored by Orion Beer. Get yourself <laughs> an Orion Beer. It's not red. <laughs> they may make the seas run red with blood, but the beer itself is delicious. Mm. To be fair, Orion yeah. is actually one of my favourite beers in Japan. It's one of the top five, I think. And it does have a nice citrusy taste. Maybe it's the pineapples, although pineapples aren't citrus, I've just realised. But the footage, this is not a, a small amount of water, the images. Mm. Like, it genuinely looks like the seas of Okinawa have gone red, like all red. It's pretty, for a sea that's normally a sort of bright blue, beautiful colour, it's, uh, it's definitely a stark contrast to yeah. that. My favourite line in the article about this environmental disaster is... Uh, uh, obviously, the offending liquid or offending uh, kind of material was propylene glycol, um, mm. used to absorb excess water. 
And uh, in the article it says, propylene glycol, which is used to absorb excess water, is generally, generally recognised as safe for use in treatment. Generally, Says the US health authorities. Generally recognised? What does that mean? Can you just say yes or no? <laughs> oh, generally it won't kill you. Generally, it won't kill you. Yeah, generally. I mean, it's just, everything's good in uh, a temperate amount, but I imagine that if you are smashing back all of this glycol, it might be problematic, you never know. Yeah, generally, if you don't listen, if you're generally if you listen to the Broad Japan podcast, your ears won't explode, mm. apart from a few serious cases. No. But well, someone did ask for me to turn the uh, audio up a little bit, so they've been gagging for their <laughs> ears to explode in many ways. I think I'd like to say this podcast is officially better than propylene glycol, but mm. uh, yeah, hopefully nothing too serious, other than the more visually worrying aspects of it. Hopefully, it hasn't actually just damaged the sea and killed lots of seafood but uh, yeah terrible shame i i think the uh, the 22 trillion liters of contaminated radioactive water in fukushima might be a little bit more concerning than uh, than this <laughs> what's pete is pete laughing as one of his friends has um, walked past so, his car so, so, and so, so at him people laughing. people from the football ramble have noticed that i'm recording the broadband podcast in my car in the car park <laughs> and various producers are coming out and waving at me uh, producer nikki <laughs> uh, unprofessional to to a fault tried to open the door at one point so oh it's all God. going off we're all good we're all good it's safe everything's safe everything's fine everything's fine Last week we were praising the idea of taking the podcast, giving it a degree of mobility. What I need to do uh, is find a a deserted car park or or a popular dogging spot, possibly. Fantastic. Get yourself down the case for the next episode. Uh, We've got uh, (laughs) your stories, questions, comments coming in just a moment, guys, in the fax machine right after this break. Ta-ta. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Dawson. Marius Garius, why don't you hurry us? Uh, hello, political Pete and correctness Chris. This is from Marius. Uh, this September, I'll be on holiday in Japan with, together with four friends. Oh, my God, that's exciting. Uh, one of my days there, I plan on splitting up from the group to get the whole lost in, get lost in translation experience in Tokyo. Uh, do you have any tips for a two-metre-tall gaijin with six months of dueling on a hongo to get really lost in a good way? <laughs> Two metres. Now, that's very tall, isn't it? You're not going to get lost... Being two meters tall, are you really? That's very lost, very tall. Um, oh, yes, yeah, very lost, very tall, very good. I don't know. Very really. evil. <laughs> I mean, the good thing about Tokyo is if you've never been it before, it's very, very easy to get lost indeed and just yeah. sort of point your way down a brightly lit neon lit get street. On, get on, get hopped up on Chuhai and get on the Yamano airline and just fucking go for a wander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, genuinely. Pick out some stations, you know. You've got your mm. your favourites, your Shinjukis, your Shibuyas, but pick a more obscure place. Get a Shimbashi. Get a mm. Ueno. Ueno's quite cool at night. Wait a minute. All those places. big explosion in Shimbashi last this week? Oh, God, it? yeah, there was. There Kaboom. was. Uh, what was that about? Insane footage. There was, a, there was a gas leak in a building. I read in the article. Right. There was a gas leak, and then some guy turned up and lit his mm. cigarette, and it yep. blew up. And I don't oh, that'll, that'll think do anybody was killed, thankfully. I think three people were injured. But the footage right. is pretty bonkers. It's just it's this uh, security camera destroyed. footage. Oh, yeah. Now it's going to be heartbreaking <laughs> to hear about those Marlboro Reds. <laughs> 20 Marlboro Red cigarettes were destroyed in this I guess, I guess like, uh, like, quite apart from the rest of the world, um, Japan does have a lot mm. of per capita smokers, you would say. Um, compared to like the West, so their gas safety must be like the best in the world. And there's a lot of earthquakes. I mean, to be a gas fitter in Japan, good God, you have to take <laughs> you take your life in your hands every time you get on site. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, the footage was pretty shocking. There's just this uh, mm. security footage of this old man calmly walking down the street, yeah. and then this huge explosion from the other side of the road comes across all this debris. And he mm. sort of quickens his pace to slowly escape it. But, yeah, fortunately, uh, from what I know right now, nobody was killed in the explosion. But, uh, yeah, yeah, really quite shocking stuff. So yeah, big stuff. Maybe maybe ignore my comments about Shimbashi, uh, mm. Marius. Don't, don't, don't go, go there. there. Uh, no. i got one from Ryan. He says, good afternoon, Physique Pete and Cardio Chris. I know you've <laughs> spoken briefly to... Uh, Cardio Chris? I know you've spoken briefly to LGBT travel concerns in the past, but I've never heard discussion of polyamorous groups traveling to japan we are in a non-monogamous relationship consisting of one man and two women when we travel within the country we have some difficulties with things like hotels not wanting us all to stay in one room 
Really? And mm. trying to charge us for another. Or just general disbelief from some businesses when we try to explain the situation. What places uh, would places refuse to rent us rooms? Or would we have any problems with love hotels, restaurants, or anything like that? Thanks for your time. All the great content. Ryan from America. I think the trick would be uh, to just book rooms that have triple beds and no one will raise an eyebrow or anything. Um, when you book a hotel room in Japan, you typically do it on the number of people that are going to be in the room, right? right. So if it's like if you book like a double room and there's three of you, the hotel will be like, oh, what's, uh, what's this? You need to pay for mm. another person. Right. Uh, so just book a triple room. Love hotels might be a bit tricky. Um, they do have security mm. cameras that often check what's going on or there are people there and they might be like they might be worried that you're just having a party or doing something like that in yeah, the room, yeah, yeah. right? That's more the the risk or the issue there. But generally I think you'll be alright. Just book triple rooms and that'll be the way to not have awkward sort of situations and questions all the staff because mm. such a situation, a non monogamous relationship that hasn't been invented in Japan yet. Um, it's it's, it's from- more like, I mean, to be honest, I mean, like they say, they, they have trouble elsewhere in the world. And, I, and that's a part mm. of that whole situation that, you know, we all think about the, you know, the, the more salacious side of it all, don't we? Those, those kind of relationships as, uh, you know, cis, straight men. We sort of think about all that sort of stuff, but we don't think about the whole... Um, like just the fundamental kind of like nuts and bolts of it all, you know, getting you know, hotel and rooms and stuff, you know, cars. What do you need? People carrier, you know, all that stuff. It sounds <laughs> it's, bloody it's expensive, hard. isn't it? It's, it's non-monogamy. Oh, it ramps up the price, mate. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can do it. It's just too expensive, isn't it? We got too one expensive. here from. Uh, can't afford one. I can't afford <laughs> George. A, a polyamorous <laughs> relationship for crying out loud. No polyamorous <laughs> lifestyles for Pete. I'd need to buy uh, a portage. Fit everyone in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We got uh, one last question from George from Chicago. He George. says, Salutations, cinematic Chris and picturesque Pete. Chris, I'm hey. not even thinking about. It's Jorge, yeah, it's Jorge. Sorry, not George. Jorge. Chris, I'm not even thinking about pursuing any type of cinematic career, but I'm curious to know if you would ever teach a masterclass on the process of how you film your videos, whether it was through an online classroom setting or videos on youtube keep up the great work cheers all the best guys jorge from chicago well jorge if you go on patreon i do have a video there we've got a catalogue on the abroad japan patreon of i think 50 plus videos it's a cool mm. page they're all there easy to see it's a cool page it's a cool page. It's it's cool page. Shut up. Cool page. Yeah, abroad japan patreon is quite good objectively yeah. i think it's from what it i hear it's one of the better ones um, mm. I've put a lot of effort into it over the years each video mm. tends to have a behind the scenes episode and one of them is about how I make my videos from start to finish and even though I made it two, three years ago it's still uh, as applicable now Prescient. as it mm. was when I made it so check that out um, but I did run a course at Temple University in um, near Shibuya for two years and it was fun but I felt like why teach sort of 20 people in a room when I could have made a video that thousands of people could watch, right? I think it's mm. my problem with education. You know, I remember the amount of times I stood there in front of 40 teenagers who weren't listening when I could have, when I, you know, I'd go home, make a video, and 100,000 people would watch it. And it's just like, ugh, classrooms, education needs mm. to change. It needs to change. But that's another story for another day and another podcast. Chris and Pete's educational bewilderment yeah. ex- extravaganza I want to see Pete escape his car now he's been in there a bit mm. long I'm worried he's going to get discomfort running out of air 
He's running out of air. So let's let Pete flee the safety of his I'm Jaguar. I'm up in the car door. I'm up in the car door. I'm out of here. <laughs> See you later. You should just be running around the fields of London with your microphone. Why don't you just sit in get a field, keys. for God's sake? And get me keys. What a damn get car. Could have been yeah. in a field. Keep the stories, <laughs> questions, comments coming in to a Braun Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys. Do all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. And we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com